Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Denver, Colorado, are you lucky or what? My mama told me is doing a live show this Friday night as part of the High Plains Comedy Festival. We're going to be at the High Dive at 7 South Broadway in Denver, Friday night, September 22nd, 8 to 9.30. For tickets, go ahead and go on to HighPlainsComedyFestival.com. That's H-I-G-H-P-L-A-I-N-S ComedyFestival.com. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Step back, you're dancing kind of close. I feel a little poke coming through on you. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another <laughs> phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. <laughs> the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove the theories that you, the listener, have at home. It's a motherfucking mini episode. Wow. <laughs> I'm Langston Kerman. I'm David Borey. And we we have an exciting email Ooh, this from, is a good from one. someone. This This one, you mentioned immediately, you were like, there's a new email in that piqued your interest. And I immediately shouted out the uh, subject line yeah. right back at you, and we were both like, hell yeah, that's the correct one. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh, this one's going. Like, you know, sometimes you'll just see, like, the headline come in, and you'll mm-hmm. kind of scan it, and you'll be like, oh, this ain't on shit. That one, yeah. I was immediately like, oh, this one's this one's going to the show. This one, yeah, no, 100%. This one could go the distance. <laughs> Buddy, you just made it to the big leagues. Yeah. Welcome to the NFL, rookie. Remember that show? <laughs> we, we got an email from a person named uh, jo- Joff. Uh, Jeff, Joff, <laughs> I don't know. Their name sucks. It's G-E-O-F-F. I hate it. We don't love Jeff, it. 
is is probably how you say it. But tell me, tell me how that math checks out, Jeff. G off. Either Golf. way. Golf, uh, none of it feels right, and and I hate saying it out loud. That said, I do like what you wrote here, Geoff. Uh, you wrote us a letter uh, that says, "Dear Langston David," and you start hot. You come in very hot with yeah. this shit. You say, "Hypothesis: Steve Harvey is an energy vampire." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that that piqued my interest. I was right already away. in. I was yeah. already in. You had me in <laughs> hypothesis, Steve Harvey. <laughs> I was always going to hear you out. I was always going to hear you out. If you're hypothesizing about Steve Harvey, you've got my ear for sure. I'm in. He goes on to say, I had been thinking about this for a while. We know you had and wanted to know what you thought. Is it possible that Steve Harvey early in his career met upon meeting Richard Pryor, attempting to absorb and replace him, but was caught in the act, thus leaving Pryor in an ailing state? Holy shit. Harvey then would go on to feed off of Pryor in a Dracula-type fashion, gaining a familiar mustache and eyebrows and even similar comedy beats, but never truly completing the process despite self-proclaiming himself as an original king of comedy. After Pryor's passing, Harvey didn't have anyone left to absorb powers from, lost his hair, and turned to a daytime network television working multiple, uh, turned to daytime network television, working multiple shows at living and living off the energy his live studio audiences and family feud contestants just to stay alive again, just the theory, G off. So I want to say, first of all, I love this theory. Second of all, <laughs> G off. Gotta leave the house, dog. You gotta, yeah, you're, you gotta you're very alone, bitch. You gotta get out of the basement. <laughs> this is not a good look. Your mom's pissed you still live there, bro. You gotta go out and live life. Come on, man. Just because you write hypothesis in the email don't mean you ain't in your basement. No, I can feel I can feel the Cheeto dust from here. Mm. It's like a oof. But it's <laughs> this took work. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, most emails are, like, something you could tell somebody, like, wrote it on their lunch hour or something like that. This yeah. was a, this was a, this is a fully formed idea. This was weighing heavy on Geoff's heart in a way that, uh, that is a little unnerving. But I also think it leaves us with a little bit of responsibility to keep Geoff happy so that he doesn't become uh, something far more sinister out in society. No, there's definitely a possibility he could kill us and him. <laughs> is this is one of the first people I've been genuinely afraid of uh that's ever written us. Speaking and, of which, can I tell you something funny? This is yeah. I, well, yeah, we should keep him. Dogon, the guy, mm. he came and saw me in Raleigh. Oh hell yeah. And you can't tell by his picture, huge. He's so oh, tiny, real big guy. And yeah. I was like, I was like, Dogon, right? And he's like, no, I'm Carlos X. And for a minute. <laughs> like just, just oh, for a shit. minute yeah. my shit went cold oh fuck you were like oh no because <laughs> he's oh, so big shit I, talk. I was like oh my could you be a little guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> turns out that x is stands for times yeah it's short for xxl that dude dogon big big person big person hell yeah they were i love that 
But uh, anyways, yeah, keep going. Sorry. Dogon's responsible for those that are unaware. Dogon is responsible for our beautiful cover art. Dogon, yeah. Dogon submitted it just on some fan shit, and we loved it so much that we we asked them to make a lot of tweaks to it and and make it look cooler than they had already made it. But but it's gorgeous, and and uh, they are solely responsible for it. Yeah, I also bought a piece of art. From them later, but anyways. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah yeah yeah, I got a little guy. Yeah, it's up in the crib now. I I, 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 I got <laughs> I got art. I got boats. I'm a man of many talents. Yeah, uh, you're you're a wild boy. <laughs> but yeah, so back to this. <laughs> How do you feel about it? I'm I'm curious to see what you think. Here's what I love. I I love the 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 basic framing of the hypothesis of. Steve Harvey is an energy vampire, and it does, that rings sort of true. Like, he is a person who has sort of built a career on on a very specific type of hosting that is exceptional. I don't want to yeah, even begin for a second to suggest that he is not good at what he's doing, but it does feel like he is almost using the power of these unsuspecting white people to sort of like build up more of his his own essence and it it even the transitions we've seen of the big ass suits into <laughs> becoming almost like this weird old nigga model yeah he's, he's like it, sexy now he's real sexy he takes his shirt off sometimes and it's like don't love that yeah <laughs> if you're gonna take your shirt off you shouldn't be wearing michael jordan jeans no, and smoking a cigar and telling me I need to uh, stop, I need to wake up earlier. It all feels wrong. Yeah. But <laughs> I hate that I just Googled Steve Harvey topless. Oh, it's it's disturbing shit. I, I can't wait to see you discover uh, what that looks I like. I had seen it before. I thought it was going to be different. No, it's what's so funny about it. It's not it, even that it's bad. It's just really weird. That's what's funny about it. It's like, I think sometimes we talked about this with Biz Marquis where he took his shirt off and we were all like, fuck, fuck, put your shirt back on. This is a sin. We hate this. But with Steve Harvey, it just feels more like, did, is this real or is this like Photoshop? Yeah. Why are you eating body? It's so, and like the light is strange. He's all oily. Yeah, it's 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 unnerving more than it is like gross. Yeah, it sucks though. It, don't get it twisted. It sucks. What's that thing where like uh where they make something look not human enough in Uncanny technology? Valley? It has an uncanny valley quality to it. Definitely. Steve Harvey with his shirt off is real uncanny valley vibes. Like it doesn't like it feels like it doesn't move. Like it looks like an action <laughs> figure posed in this position. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't yeah. look like it'll go like a body goes. No. It's, yeah, it feels like <laughs> It feels like it came out of a cryogenic chamber before they was ready, fully cooked. You yeah, know I mean? it looks like stiff. Mm. <laughs> you know what it looks like? It looks like somebody who's like not terrible, but not great at clay. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Like you're in clay too, but you're not an advanced clay. Like that's. Yeah. Made. And you're the best in your class. Right. But you still are not particularly like you're not. This isn't going to be a career for you. You've only been doing it six months. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're as yeah. good as you can be at that point. And you're just trying mm -hmm. to get at the house anyways. Get get ready. Get it away from these fucking kids sometimes. This always started as a hobby. And, and you're grateful that you've advanced and your teacher seems impressed by your work. Exactly that. Exactly that. 
Yeah, no, it's it's fucked up down there uh, <laughs> for old for old Stevie H. And down but there, he means under his shirt, <laughs> anywhere but below the collar, beneath that big ass suit. <laughs> well, now it's like it's like tight. I don't like him sexy. I really don't like him sexy. I don't. I don't oh, like you him. don't like him sexy. I don't like it at all. I I actually do like him sexy. I think really? it's, it's funny in a way that I never expected he could be funny. I think it was it had become sort of a hacky trope to make fun of his big suits and all the buttons and That's true. the the shine. And now we get to make fun of a different version of Steve Harvey where he's like wearing like bell bottoms and an open belly belly shirt. And it's like, huh. What what huh. the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this, Grandpa? Why are you Why are you doing that? Why are you dressed like that? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. I don't like. I actually though. really like him sexy, but but I get, I get why other people don't. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. That said, I think anyway. I stop. I think I start to jump off of this conspiracy, or rather I have trouble inside of this conspiracy when Richard Pryor is introduced as the source of his strength. Yeah, because also why only Pryor? Mm -hmm. Like, he spent a lot of time around a lot of people. Like, if it was me and I was concocting, I would have said that he sucked Merlin Santana to death. Whoa. That's what, because... Remember, Merlin was young when that show started, right? Mm -hmm. Also, somebody in the barbershop said that that's Joel Santana's little brother. And at first I got mad, but then I was like, maybe, or big brother. But I don't think Joel Santana's real last name is Santana. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think he's Santana legally. And I'm not even sure Merlin Santana was Santana legally. I, I mean, he wasn't Merlin legally. <laughs> <laughs> But then, now that you think about it, they kind they, of... They do look a little bit alike. It's like a, one of those New York, I speak Spanish too kind of vibes. Yeah, no, they're, they're not. not uh, Laurent Luis James is uh, Joel's government uh, name. And or what about... Louis. It's probably Louis. Laurent Luis James is Joel Santana's government name. Okay, and what about Merlin Santana? Uh, that's uh, Olivia. If, if Orlando you... Santana. <laughs> <laughs> Santando. Uh... <laughs> Diaz. Oh, that's his real name. Whoa. Okay, Marlon Santana. Fuck yeah. Man, I would have never guessed that in a million years. That nigga was too magical for this earth. Yeah, he, he was also like maybe a little too handsome. He was gorgeous. He was really a pretty guy. He was a gorgeous man, and and he he could hit them punchlines in a way that I oh. don't think we give him enough credit for. Merlin Santana was hilarious. He was really funny. Yeah, he, he was had, also he a had good comedic timing. He was also a child actor. Remember, he was also like he was on mm -hmm. the Cosby Show and stuff. No, he was a sexy uh, person for a long time in media. Like, you know what? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I I said everything I needed to say. I I wanted to fuck him for years. <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like Merlin Santana. Not a lot of people make the jump from. <laughs> this is also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, please. <laughs> not a lot of people. Not a lot of people make the jump from a sexy boy to a sexy. 
<laughs> I think that's true. But you I, know what I, I mean? I mean, I just mean people I'm not bailing on you one bit. Thank I 100% you. agree with you. I think Jonathan Taylor Thomas is a great example of somebody that could not make that transition Ex- despite all of what they empowered him to be. Exactly. I think Macaulay Culkin, you know, there's sure. there's a there's a fair amount of examples of kids who sort of got positioned as like the the teen magazine heartthrob that then just become duds of like adults. Oh yeah, that little <laughs> You ever seen that little boy from the Fresh Prince now? <laughs> <laughs> little Nicky? Oh, God wolf. damn. <laughs> yeah, he looks like the, the little Nicky because that nigga looks like a devil. <laughs> <laughs> His head just got wider and wider. Shape didn't change, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> like he, is, he is gruesome. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> And my favorite part of that, <laughs> my favorite part of that Fresh Prince special is when they bring him back out and you can see every member of the cast have to like hold back their, their fucking ewes and yucks when he comes from behind the wall because he's just so hard to look at. They're like, oh, 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 hey, Nikki. Hey, little Nikki. Hey, <laughs> what are you been doing? You still working at Best Buy? Oh, that's you. Oh, good for you. you you're still here. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Will Smith didn't want to hug him. Nah, they, they just dapped him up like a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ghoul. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, 
and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Denver, Colorado, are you lucky or what? My Mama Told Me is doing a live show this Friday night as part of the High Plains Comedy Festival. We're going to be at the High Dive at 7 South Broadway in Denver, Friday night, September 22nd, 8 to 9.30. For tickets, go ahead and go on to highplainscomedyfestival.com. That's H-I-G-H-P-L-A-I-N-S comedyfestival.com. No, I, I think to your point, there there are other people who who are likely a source for Steve Harvey's energy vampire shit. And I don't know him and Richard Pryor to have maintained any version of like a, a deep relationship to justify that connection. Even Bernie Mac feels like a an yeah, easier go to than Richard Pryor. Well, I mean, did I and I don't maybe I don't know my history well. No, because Steve Harvey kind of came up way late. Steve Harvey kind of rose to prominence in the nineties, right? Like started in the eighties, rose to prominence in the nineties. That's like they probably never really interacted. But I think I think if I am playing a little bit of the game that our boy Geoff here is playing, I think there is a logic that says that if I'm taking his energy, I am taking it slowly. And so we're seeing Richard Pryor slowly be depleted of sort of the character he started as, as we're watching Steve Harvey rise to success. Right. You know what I mean? Like, think about Richard Pryor in Harlem Nights. That ain't the Richard Pryor we loved. You know what I mean? That's a, a much more timid sort yeah, of like that was the beginning drained of Richard Pryor. I mean, I do love that movie, but yeah, it's no The Toy. <laughs> he's never he's never like fun in that movie he's just a serious man kind of doing bits yeah with low energy the he's whole sort of time. slurring mm-hmm. yeah you know what i liked was brewster's millions okay you're um, a big richard pryor uh film buff don't make it don't why you say it like that like, we're funny. I, I, it wasn't shameful i'm oh, just okay, noticing okay. how much you love the 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 classics of richard pryor well i like brewster's millions because when he got all that money john candy who was a catcher on their baseball team bought a chain with a catcher's mitt on it and i was <laughs> like yeah he's living yeah living that all life right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't know this movie was going to be relatable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and John Candy got the same plans. All right. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> Geoff, I guess uh, personally, well, I, what do you think? We haven't no. unpacked your your position in this. No, I don't think so. I don't. I I I like uh, you know, a for effort. I love the imagination on this one. I love the distance that you had it span. I don't. I don't. I just don't think this one has as much legs as maybe it could. Mm. Yeah, I think I think if Geoff, we are unaware of a connection between Steve Harvey and and Richard Pryor that you know of, and clearly you've had time to think about this uh, in a depth that we are unable to think about it. Yeah, because we're not depth. virgins. <laughs> I'm too busy smashing puss, Geoff. <laughs> That said, if you are, in fact, aware of a connection that exists, we'd love to hear about it because I do think maybe there's something to it if that connection is there. But without the connection, it's sort of hard to make that leap of Richard Pryor other than him just taking the mustache. And also, to be clear, Steve Harvey has been bald the entire time he was lying to us. That was a wig throughout the entire Steve Harvey show. It was a little too nice. Despite what we wanted it to be. It it. He's come forward. We know now it was, that was a lie. Yeah. I, man, it makes me worry for Martin. Oh, you think Martin's lying to us too? I mean, remember how on point his hair, nobody ever gives him credit for how good his hair was in that show. Yeah, you're the, you're the biggest Martin haircut advocate I've ever met, if I'm being honest with you. It's, I, it, it's so odd because to me, it's so obviously, but people, they really don't give him a shine for that. Like, not a hair out of place. It is crazy. Perfectly sculpted. Yeah, I, I think Martin's natural hairline was was wider than the average black man wants theirs to be. And so they don't look to him as a source. Even oh, though because it's point, not the typical. It's not just a straight, you know what I mean? Like, perfect lineup. But it, it was perfect for him. Like, yes. he never had a hair out of place. It was a great haircut, but I would never go, like, you know what I want my hairline to look like? Martin Lawrence. Well, it's not just a hairline thing. It's a fade thing. It's a length was immaculate. Like, it's a, mm-hmm. there's a lot to it. You know that. I mean, come on. We all, we all understand. Yeah, no, you don't have to convince me. I, I think I'm just saying that, like, when I list my kings that I'm, I'm going to point to and say, if I had to remake my hair, I want it to look like that, Martin Lawrence would never be that choice. Who's your number one? I just out of curiosity. Damn, that is a good question. And frankly, I don't, I don't know that I have a great answer. I think there was a period where I thought Will Smith had a great haircut, but in retrospect, I don't think that that's true at all. I don't either. I think, I think, his, I think his went further back than you would want it. Bad Boys era Will Smith. Like the first the Bad first Boys one? movie, he had a pretty gorgeous haircut in that movie. Really? Wasn't it just a high top fade? I don't know, man. It it felt like there was more to it. I think <laughs> you're being movie. you're being reductive. <laughs> 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 I celebrated your boy. Now, no, I'm don't, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't I'm turn sorry. on me. I'm sorry. I'm you know sorry. who has a gorgeous haircut is uh, what's his name? Javante. What's what's the nigga from? Oh, Javante uh, Davis. Yeah, the the motherfucker from uh, Moon Moonlight, he is. You mean Mahershala Ali? No, no, no. What's what's oh the the other one? Yeah. Oh, what is his name? He that is a good fuck. What's his name? That is a good haircut. Okay. Oh, Trevante Rhodes. That's his name. Yeah. Ooh. 
That yeah, is that's uh, a good haircut. That shit is clean. It comes. Yeah, in. he he always come in clean. Yeah, it's like everywhere it's supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. I've been noticing mine is like my the whole thing isn't receding, but I got like a weird little chunk over here. And as oh, I get no. yeah, and as I get older, it's getting more and more prominent. Which I don't care. I I put the Beijing in. I don't, I don't give a shit. Oh, yo, would you? Would you fly to Dubai and get it fits, fixed like Tracy McGrady? Would you do the whole, like, the the journey back to no, freedom? It's, it's not that crazy. It's not that. It's like, it's like, because I just, you can see it because I haven't had it cut it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just one problem. Like, the other side doesn't have it. So it's like, nah, I think it's just like, I just got to be a guy with a kind of faulty hairline. I don't Whoa. feel bad about it. I get cuts all the time. And I wear hats so much. It's like. No, I, I, I've, I've never. I've never noticed it. I, and that's the it's thing. never stood out to me. That's the thing, because, like, right, if I keep, like, right when I get a cut, it's, like, a few days, you know? It takes a few days, but then you get to notice it. But I don't think it's receding because it's not on the other side. Yeah, or you're just receding cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like when they put the one bib up on the overall. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, I don't know. I I've always said that if I start to lose my shit, I'm just gonna shave it all off. But now I see the technology that they're able to right. to like fully just reinstate your hair and and not in a Bosley. You know what I mean? There used to be the Bosley treatment, but it would like it looked like Lego hair, and you're like, I don't want to fucking look silly. I right. just want my hair back, kind of thing. But now. You look at some of these old NBA players and they fully just fix their shit. And it's like, I don't know, bro. If I get the money, I might just get my shit back. Yeah, I get it, man. Go, go, go full Jalen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why not? Yeah, he went all those years bald. Yo, he invented like, the baldy. Like, yeah. They were like, you know what I mean? Like, they were, that was their thing. And then now he came back and it's, it's, it, he looks crazy. No, he really, he's like, he's trying to be Steve Harvey with the hairline. And yeah. it's like, something happened, big dog. And they're they're using a lot of chemicals and Beijing and shit to fix it. But there's something else happening there. Oh, yeah. Like, the color on it is sort of too, it's so good that you're like, oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? When, like, these people have this haircut, that's like it's like a deep, rich black where you're like, I don't yeah. know. Jalen. Jalen Rose's hair is almost purple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Moonlight colored hair. Well, Geoff, I don't know if any of this is helpful to Who your knows? conspiracy, but it does sound like if we if we can give Geoff a little bit of the flowers he deserves, it does sound like we're not opposed to the idea of of Steve Harvey being an energy vampire. Historically, he has hosted literally everything and almost seems to gain strength despite the massive uh, back steps that he sometimes takes in his hosting responsibilities. We watched him fuck up Miss America and then somehow become more powerful. We watched him write letters to his staff where he told them, don't make eye contact with me. And that should be a death sentence. It literally was for Ellen. And yet somehow Steve Harvey remains uh, fucking infallible. We he is unbeatable, and maybe it does feel like a vampire, vampiric level of strength. That said, I just don't know that Richard Pryor is the the source. Yeah, yeah, I the uh, yeah took the words right out of my mouth. Vampiric. <laughs> <laughs> 
You want to tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on? I'm like Instagram, cool guy jokes, 87. Come see me on tour on the road, September 20, September 22nd, Friday, September 22nd. Yeah. <laughs> we are doing a live. My mama told me in Denver, it's my city. Don't fuck this up. Come yeah. out, please. Friday night, 8 p.m. at the High Dive. Uh, address is 7 South Broadway, Denver, Colorado. You can go to highplainscomedyfestival.com. That's H-I-G-H-P-L-A-I-N-S, comedyfestival.com. And uh, go to the schedule and find us and buy tickets. Come out and see us, Denver. We will really like it. Uh, we're going to have... I don't know if that's true, if we'll have any more uh, We might have sold all our hats. I think we sold all the hats, but but that said, we we will be handing out uh, sweet, sweet hugs, kisses directly on the lips. No tongue. We're not sluts. We'll pinch a cheek, though. Butt or face. It's up to you. Come on. We're not fighting it. Come on, baby. But we would love to see you at the the High Plains Festival and and the live show. It would be great. It would be a lot of fun. Also, I'm going to be selling my merch there because Papa needs to recoup. So I'll be selling exclusive <laughs> tour merch. Hey, you can't buy it after the tour is over. So, yeah, I'm yeah. selling it in my hometown to people I know. Listen, I'll stand next to him and, and big up the merch. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit. It's gonna, you can have some. I'll give, you, I'll give you one of those cups. Yeah, please. Yeah, it's good. And if you want to follow me, follow me at Langston Kerman. Uh, and if you want to see me live besides our uh, live show, you can see me at the House of Comedy in New Westminster, British Columbia, October 13th and the 14th. And then October 20th and 21st, I'll be at Dead Crow Comedy uh, in Wilmington, North Carolina. And then Burlington, Vermont, I'll be uh, there November 10th and 11th at the Vermont Comedy Club. And then finally, I'll be at Hyenas Comedy Nightclub in Dallas, Texas. Uh, November 17th and 18th, any and all of those shows. I would love to see you there. And more importantly, if you want to send us your own conspiracy theories, if you want to send us your own drops, if you want to prove the connection between Steve Harvey's mustache and Richard Pryor's mustache, then send it all to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I ain't saying no more. Bye, bitch. You freaky frog. You freaky frog. You a freaky frog. <laughs> Fucking freaky frog. <laughs> You're a freaky frog. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.